The DI Guys Podcast was created to share the best ideas, strategies, and concepts so you can have conversations to help you exponentially grow your DI sales. While they may have lost their hair, they have not lost their minds. Here are the DI Guys, Chris Carlson and Mike Cogdo. This is Chris Carlson, and welcome to this edition of the DI Guys podcast. As always, I'm here with my co-host and good friend, Mike Coggle. Mike, what's shaking today? Chris, how are you this morning? Living the dream, brother. The sun is shining in Seattle. That's awesome. I'm going to tell you what it's like here. Do you remember the movie Do the Right Thing with Spike Lee? Yep. Remember how it started? It's hot. (laughs) Well, that's what we got. Hot, hot, hot. We go from pouring down rain, 50 degrees on Memorial Day to 96 and not a cloud in the sky today. Welcome to the great world of Denver, Colorado. Mike, I had to laugh yesterday. I took a car in to get the oil changed. And Mike, you can probably relate to this if you go to you know a Goodyear or any of these types of places. Right on the counter, where they show you they have different options for the oil change. And it's kind of a good, better, best, right? And so it's kind of like, ah, you don't want to put, you know, crappy oil in your car. And, you know, the the best is kind of like, it's kind of outrageous. I mean, because I'm going to change it again in a few months anyway. So it was kind of the middle one. And I was sitting there and I just almost busted out laughing in front of the guy, thinking to myself, this kind of reminds me of the spreadsheets in the DI world. Chris, very well put. And one, I don't think you and I, I, spreadsheets have their place. Let's start right there. But I mean, I get what you're saying. And you were gravitated towards the middle. Correct. Yeah. And you're not even sure if that's what you needed, but you went to the middle, right? Correct. I don't want to be cheap, but I don't want to be that guy either. You know, I don't want to, you know, I don't need gold flakes in my oil, right? <laughs> so, so you go straight to the middle. But the, Mike, but Mike, let me say something. Sure. Then I asked the guy, I said, dude, which one should I do? And he asked me a couple of questions and he said, oh, the middle one's easy. Yeah, definitely the one. So I don't know that I would have done the cheap one. And if he had a really pressed the expensive one, but he, he would have had to justify it. But to his credit, it was like, hey, based upon you know your needs, you just need this one right here. So I still relied on the expert. You always need to rely on the expert. And that takes you and I all the way back to you know the little saying I used to do about the Mr. Good wrench and the brakes, right? Same kind of thing. Right. You rely on the expert, but let's talk about spreadsheets. And and I think and I'm going to focus on spreadsheets with you for a few minutes here. I think spreadsheets belong in the hands of the expert. And I want your opinion on that. I really do. I think that I'll say it twice. That's that spreadsheets belong in the hands of the expert. And for me and you and everybody in our listening audience, the expert is the person selling the insurance. Don't you think that's fair? 100 percent agree. And why should the expert probably be able to look at features, benefits, uh, and price uh, uh, in a simple format? You know, Mike, it's so funny you mentioned that. I had a conversation with a, a broker's general agent last week, and we talked about this concept. And I, and so we were talking about the pros and cons of spreadsheet. And I said, I got to ask you a question. When, when an advisor shows a spreadsheet to somebody, where do they always go? The answer is obvious. They always go to price. So because they don't know anything about the product. So the only thing that they can focus in is price. And our good friend George Davidson always likes to say, you know, in the absence of value, the only choice you can make is based upon price. And that's a really good point. And another thing about, and let's, I'm going to stay on this spreadsheet for a minute. One, 
as a producer, you should have a basic understanding of income protection. And if you've been listening to us for probably what, Chris, 15 months now, yes, sir. you should, you should have some idea of how this product works a little bit. And I'm far from the expert of all experts. Trust me. But what, what I want to say is two things about spreadsheets. One is you put it in front of a client and you've heard me say this one thousand times before the bobblehead shakes their head yes which is up and down agreeing that there's a reason to buy this product there's absolutely no reason to put something in front of them would you agree with that statement as well a hundred percent mike and here's why can you i'm going to use a couple of, of examples one place let's just call it you and i call it future purchase options can you put in a one by one square on a spreadsheet how a benefit update from principal works no sir can you put a future increase or an advance option from, let's just say, Mass Mutual or the standard in a one-by-one one square? No, sir. Chris, do most spreadsheets have all of that data in a one-by-one one square and just basically ask a question, FIO, yes or no? You're exactly right. And it doesn't tell the story, correct? Correct. So if you really want to be a contract expert, you, you still put yourself between a rock and a hard place because me as the consumer, one, nobody likes to be ignorant about something and ignorant means you don't know better basically right yep. so i'm going to go down and look at this spreadsheet as the consumer and i'm going to read reg Oc. and unless i'm a physician i'm not going to be really sure what it is so i'm not going to ask that question and i'm going to go down non-can gr those are terms you and i use i'm not going to ask what's the difference between those two and i could go all the way down the spreadsheet as you just alluded to and all i'm going to do is see all of these words strung together as small sentences and i'm not really sure what most of them mean so i have to look at the number and i always say if you take a gr and i'm not going to use company names but you take a gr and you just put it on there and you put no definitions and let's say you put a 6 month residual on it instead of a long term and you get to the bottom and it's on a cost per thousand and the first one is 26 and the last one, and I'm going to go price ascending, not descending. The first one is 26. It's a GR. And the one on the right is fully loaded. So it was all yeses. Yes on long-term residual or yes on residual. But remember, my box on the left, Chris, also had what? It had a checked residual yes. Totally different residuals, right? A six-month versus a long-term. Correct. Totally different. But I have 26 to, and let's double the premium, 26 to 52. What have you left me with as the consumer? Uh, choose on price. Choose on price. Choose on price. I don't think that's where you want to go. That's my issues with spreadsheets. Is you when I buy something and it's almost anything. It can be a sport coat. It can be a suit. It can be a car. It can be. It can be a can of soup. You still. You've got choices. So many choices to make in the DI world today, Chris. What do we have? We have like seven or eight choices. Yep. Versus when you and I were. Young with sort of full hair, heads of hair. What did we have? Hundreds. Hundreds. So we've actually made the business so much easier than we did in the past. You know, I think the spreadsheet belongs in the hands of the expert. And you can set it down and leave it facing you and say, I've done. Here's a sales idea if you're a spreadsheeter. I've done the analysis for you. And I don't care where you get the spreadsheet. I think every company has them, Chris, right? And every GA. Almost everyone. So you can find it. But I've got five carriers sitting across and I have that piece of paper sitting in front of me. I think you're better off keeping that as you're talking about income protection and saying, you know, I've taken the liberty of already doing the analysis for you. How does that sound, Chris? I've taken the liberty of already doing the analysis for you. 
Mike, what are the four things that you always say that the consumer wants to know? When it starts, how long it lasts, what they get, and what it costs. So are you saying then that they didn't wake up in the middle of the night thinking about BU? No. As a matter of fact, they didn't wake up in the middle of the night thinking about income protection, let alone a feature or a benefit built inside of the contract. So with that being said, you you need to just you can have the paper there. Let them see it. You don't have to hand it to them and circle. Just go down and you have your five companies and circle. You know what? I've got two here that I think are pretty that fit you. And I've always said this, Chris, when you're using a spreadsheet or you're not, here's a, just another ism, as I say, is, you know what? You're an orthopedic sur- surgeon, correct, Chris? Yes. Well, you don't have to worry about that. I've already taken the liberty of doing the analysis for you because I know what you do for a living. And I have taken the time to build the best darn contract I possibly can with you in mind, that being an orthopedic surgeon. That's your profession. So I've done that work. And now I've got two here. I've got, we'll call it A and C. And A and C are a little bit different in price. And I can tell you why. And then give a give a reason why. Just a little bit different. This one does this. This one does that. Uh, there are places that I can't tell you. You know, there may be one on there that you think the claims paying ability, this service is different. You may think that the underwriting could be significantly different from one company to the next. And every single person has an opinion about underwriting. I think you would agree with that as well. Correct. Saying that underwriting could be on the forefront of actually giving a policy. So all of that said, you pick two on the spreadsheet. You're holding the paper, one piece of paper or two, or and it could be a five pager. And say, you know, and here, here's a couple of differences. And then, uh, you know, m- but my main suggestion, this is where you can't leave it up for me, Chris, to the client. I think you should get X and tell them why. I'm most comfortable. This is, can be a good enough answer. I know the people at this organization well. I've worked with the underwriters for 25 years. It's no different than me getting a new hip. I went with who was comfortable. I had to, Chris. I can't go with a guy that seemed, and it was a guy, two guys. Three, actually three different hip surgeons, right? To replace a hip. I went with the guy that I was most comfortable with. This is what you say. I'm most comfortable with this carrier. And then price is all of a sudden not, because it's, let's say it's $10 a month difference. I don't know what it is. It's typically not going to be much more than that. Again, wouldn't you agree? It's not a lot. You know, Mike, I agree. And you said something earlier that I think absolutely agree with you. I think the spreadsheet should be for the producer, not the client. So you can gather the information with which to make a recommendation. And then an additional comment I'd like to make, it's kind of like going to the doctor and he or she prescribes you a a drug, let's say, to to deal with your issue. I mean, you don't typically say, hey, doc, can you spread the spreadsheet this for me so I can decide which one of these? I mean, they're the expert. You're going to them for their credibility and reliability. They make it the right. I don't know about you, Mike. Have you ever told a doc, hey, doc, give me a spreadsheet on the meds? No, I have not ever told a doctor to give me a spreadsheet on a painkiller ever. And, and, you know, so you just, they write a prescription or they say, I'm going to phone it into the pharmacy. You go by, pick it up. You start taking whatever, you know, the frequency that he or she says, and you're off to the races. Why? But because they wear the white coat. And I always say, maybe we ought to do on appointments, Mike, is start to wear white coats, right? That has our name on it and kind of scribbled on there because it would show authority. Maybe then people would say, oh, okay, because I'm Dr. D.I. You just gave me yeah, – I'm going to digress here for one second. Have you watched The Food to Build America? Yes, I have. And so you saw the one on Nathan's? Yes. And that's exactly what he did, correct? Yep. 
He got the guys from the hospital because nobody really wanted to eat a hot dog. Got the guys from the hospital come down in white coats, gave them a little coin plus free wieners to eat anytime they wanted. And what happened to the stand? Bustling. Line, not out the door because it was an outside stand, but line around the block on Coney Island. For what reason? Experts were doing it, so why would it not be good enough for me? This is where income protection still always goes back fundamentally to the basics. Get the bobblehead to understand. Is your risk protection package current and up to date? If you want to use a spreadsheet, my suggestion, and I think we both agree here, and this is kind of our topic for the day, is keep it in your hands. You can look at it, glance at it, but make sure that you know the vernacular or the words or the sentences you want to use as you use it saying, you know, I've taken the liberty of evaluating five carriers and I've come to a decision for you because you know what, I'm going to build the best contract with an orthopedic surgeon in mind. And this is the one I think that's best for you, you know, your thoughts. And then you just stop because 99% of the time, whoever is sitting there, if they decided to buy because you created the need, they're going to go, well, I'm good with that. Can you tell me the difference between these two? And you can look at the spreadsheet, Chris, really quick if you're not an expert and tell them the difference, right? A couple of places. Absolutely. You know, Mike, and I, I'm kind of laughing here at this, at this white coat idea is that, I mean, can you imagine? I mean, you go into the doctor now, he or she comes in with a white coat. It's kind of like, okay, this is serious. I better pay attention right now. Not every doctor wears a, a white coat, but most of them do still today. They still do. Mine does. Yeah. <laughs> It almost oozes credibility and authority. So, you know, you know who would wear a white coat if we ask him because he's he's such a great sport. Corey Anderson. Can't can you see Corey? You know, with his his white coat with his orange socks. So known as the DI geek, he makes the point, and he's <laughs> and, and he's awesome because he's individual about it. But what he's phenomenal at doing to give him a a, a plug here is he's phenomenal at selling the need. And he's way more analytical than I am. But at the end of the day, his accomplishments are basically the same, which is phenomenal. Yeah. Here's my last thing. Imagine if we combine last our last episode with this episode. So we show up in a white coat with a coffee cup that says mug on it. Man, we're going to close a lot of DI sales. Chris, I can't think of a better way to, you know, let's start the summer. <laughs> All right, my friend. I appreciate uh, your time today. You have a great rest of the week. Chris, you do the same and enjoy. Thank you, my friend. 